it's easier to stay moving than to get moving. Momentum's a bitch until it's working for you. Welcome to the Journey to Here podcast. I'm Em. And I'm Dee. Here we chat about life skills, business, growing and building. We hope to inspire you on your journey to here. Wherever you're here may be. So welcome to the next episode, which is episode four of the Journey to Here. Having a couch chat with a cat on the lap, another cat cleaning itself. Shall we tell them about that cat who used to not enjoy cleaning herself? Uh, it sounds horrible, though, but the long and the short of it is she's now a good cleaner. She she enjoys a... her cuddles and her baths. And, and her winter coat is oh, just it's a magnificent coat. Yeah. She's really beautiful. And so is this one sitting here. And let's not forget the wine this evening. The wine this evening. And the fire crackling in the background, <laughs> which you may or may not hear. Yeah, we were not sure whether we should start a fire. It was quite a lovely... It was a beautiful winter's day. Yeah, quite warm. It let us sit in the boardroom, a.k.a. the deck, overlooking the river Mm. earlier on, which was, it was a beautiful afternoon. It was really a lovely afternoon. Um, So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? I think I'm going to start with one of the last notes I made here. Um, Why should you only allow yourself to be good at one thing? Because most of us are only good at one thing. No, it's nonsense. Complete and utter nonsense. nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. I I often think about us growing up and and you'll see that whenever you look at teenagers and and young people, not necessarily teenagers, preteen as well. And it's this phase in your life where you get to experience and learn so many things and that's also the time where you're so frustrated with people of that age because they are these nodals. But it's like they have this hunger and this thirst for knowing and believing they know and understand everything and getting involved in extramural activities. You'll have a person who is sporty in the traditional athletic sense and then also do ballet and listen to classical music, but also drum and paint and learn a foreign language and go to school and learn the normal school subjects whatever they may be and then it's just this this drive this thirst for knowing all and being everything that you can be and and then many people seem to lose that belief that when you're pre-20s you are forced to not forced but challenged to just become everything and anything and then there's this complacency do you think it's a complacency or do you think we are sort of channeled into certain directions i mean we're told when you're at school at a certain age whether it's middle school you have subject choices and now you have to choose subjects that will lead you in a certain direction and we lose the drive to explore and we then start just following we specialize i look at doctors today i remember 10 years ago 15 years ago our doctors you went to a gp and he had such a wide knowledge base and i mean the gp that we had did everything from delivering babies to minor surgery 
And he was brilliant and he was he had a reputation as being brilliant at many different things. He was a general practitioner and <laughs> I think you, you often hear that and you think, Oh, so you're only mediocre at many things. And that is the belief that I want to challenge because why should we believe that you're only allowed to be good at a couple of things when we actually look at people around us who have those beliefs but we realize that they are so good at so many things. Maybe maybe we just don't give it the value that it deserves. Maybe we don't realize that those things that you are good at are things that are important. I think very often we underplay and understate our own abilities. I think it's something that is a sort of a default mode. We, if I look at society, it's not okay to be proud. There's the saying pride comes before a fall and there are many religions that see pride as a bad thing. Is it not also generational they, sometimes? I think it is, but I think that what has happened is one has overcompensated and pride is often mistaken for conceit. And there's a big difference between conceit and pride. Just um, as there is a big difference between, and we will touch on this again, but self-centeredness and selfishness. Yes. And unfortunately, there is this incredibly negative connotation to the word being selfish. Yet, you will have, and I'm very grateful to know that there are people who understand that you cannot pour from an empty vessel. You cannot fill other people's glasses if the bucket that you're using is empty. If you don't have anything to give, how on earth are you supposed to give anything? It starts with self-care. And I think we've seen, I've seen a lot of the movement towards mindfulness, minimalism. And it's not coloring mandalas or putting beads on a piece of string. It's it's about understanding that self-care and self-worth is something that is vital in your ability to actually fit into whichever structure you find yourself part of, whether it's your, your house, your home, your relationship with family, your work environment, your greatest circle of friends. If you are not okay in your own skin and have not found that place, your your ability to be selfish for your self-worth Maybe sounds like rambling again here, but... But I think it's important, and I think this ties into what we spoke about last time, and we just touched on the whole value for value thing. If you don't value yourself as a human being... you value anything else? You you will not value anything. You you have no measure by which to value other people, other things. And we look at how so many people just amble through life and it's a it's almost a trait that is encouraged if we look at the social welfare system of of many countries you know i was listening to one of the podcasters that we follow recently and i almost think it was jack spirico of the survival podcast and if our audience hasn't found Jack Spirico, please go and listen to the man. Really uh, food for thought. And where he speaks about the people whose greatest ambition is to end up on disability pension because it's a higher pension than standard social welfare. 
And let's face facts. When we were looking at our next step, we considered very carefully which countries had a social safety net and social welfare. And we ended up choosing very differently from our initial considerations because that comes with strings attached. Any Anything has strings attached. There is a price to anything. And to try and avoid paying a price for something of value is immoral and unethical. And one needs to consider the price. And I think tying into where we started with this is the price of conformity into a school system, into a mindset of specialized careers that are only achievable through qualification and certification in a certain direction, that entire concept is a foreign concept. There's a price to be paid, and the price to be paid for that way of thinking is a lack of polymaths. And a polymath is someone who is multi-skilled. And if one looks at the original classical education, we had people like Lewis Carroll, who was a mathematician, an author, a photographer. So the arts and sciences. And one of the things that we did, say we did, that was done, was to split the sciences and the arts. And if I look at my recent history and foray into fine arts, after a corporate world experience and and career, but going into fine arts and you realize that the sciences and fine arts, you should not and cannot separate them. Good luck um, processing film and developing a photograph if you cannot and do not understand those chemical ratios and balances. It's, It's insane how we have allowed ourselves to feel stupid and yeah. be be made to feel inadequate and how it's almost frowned upon when someone has a diverse field of things that they are interested in it it's how can you how, how so what are you actually who are you what are you supposed to be all these questions that are then raised by people like how how can you say that you understand these and these things but you do not have this or this qualification in it? So it's it's just this this wall that people have put up around certain shrines again and say yeah. can only be experienced by and yet we live in this information rich age and era where literally Anything that you want to learn about is at your fingertips. You take out your phone and you do a search and you ask the question, how to cut someone's hair? And just learn a skill, just practice it. And you cut my hair this last week and you did a damn good job of it. And I really enjoyed doing it. And I'm looking forward to doing it again because I know that as I do it more often, I will get better at it because it's like anything else. You... You need to practice it. You can do a lot of research about something and you can you can learn about it, but then it comes back to that academic knowledge that we said we are lifelong learners, but are we only learning if it's being confined to a classroom by standardized testing or not even testing, but just into a 
a standardized curriculum a standardized curriculum i know that that is something that i only recently really thought about but i'm now interested in learning things that i know four or five years ago i would not even have thought about i mentioned earlier in a previous episode that i'd love to learn how to actually raise chickens i grew up on a farm and i grew up with with chickens being raised and being graduated the euphemism there but now i'm nervous about the process because i haven't done it before but i know that that will be one of the things that we will learn to do and that sometimes we really just believe that things are way more complicated than they really are and i think this is a path that we will explore again in a later episode but just the the whole process of autodidacticism teaching yourself skills and mastering those skills you know there's the old adage (laughs) being a jack of all trades and a master of none and i'm going to call bs on that absolutely because because you can master anything you set your mind to and that is the greatest myth one of the greatest myths that we sell to kids early on and you know that question at school Johnny, so what are you going to be when you grow up? And instead of saying, I'm going to be a human being because my dad says that I can do anything that I want to do. or My mommy says that I can do whatever I want to do. And I can start off as a pilot and then be a lawyer. And then it's like, I want to be a fireman or I want to be a policeman or I want to be a real estate attorney or whatever the case may be. But it's always one direction and by creating these hurdles, these academic hurdles, you're going to become a lawyer, you're going to spend seven years of your life studying law. And, and then you have to pay it back at some stage. And I, I wonder sometimes whether that's not the reason for us thinking that we cannot become good at multiple things. It's, it's always tied to a profession and it's always tied to how are you going to generate financial income Mm. through whatever this thing is that you have become and let's face it if you want to become a medical doctor you're going to have quite a few years of study and it's going to be hard and it's going to be that is what you do you're not going to be able to you probably some people will probably be able to run a different job and earn an income while doing this there are people who've done it But it's going to take you much longer because, let's face it, there are only so many hours in a day and you're going to Mm -hmm. have to spend them doing something. But again, do you need to have a medical degree to perform a simple procedure? I don't know. We've all had the flu. You know what to do when you have the flu. You need to rest. You need to take maybe some painkillers. And it's just logical things that we have stopped doing because... We believe that someone in a profession needs to tell us how to do this. So what? The tap is leaking. Do you have to now call a so-called professional to come and just turn off the mains and dry up the mess? We, we, have, we have given away, and I say we, and I speak for myself because I still rely on you for a lot of these things, but we, we joke about calling a guy to do a job that we are actually supposed to be able to handle ourselves. There are so many things that we 
should be able to do for ourselves. Where we live here, the closest place for us to get a pizza is about mm, 16, 17 kilometers from here. So 10 miles, more or less. We are not going to get deliveries to our place either. So for us to have really good pizza means... No one's going to find the bloody no place. No one's going to even find the place. So for <clears throat> us to have good pizza, we're going to have to spend quite a lot of time waiting for it. And we have become good at it. Does it mean that if I go into a city and I know that there's a restaurant that serves brilliant pizza, I'm just going to say, no, I'm going to do it at home? No, of course not. I'm going to go there and I'm going to have a brilliant pizza. But I'm not going to wait only until that opportunity presents itself to have something that I can do and make for myself. And coming back to information at our fingertips, there are so many things that I wonder about and that I'm curious about. And we're in this position now where we can actually find this information so quickly and so easily and be able to learn to do things that is much bigger than you would have even imagined it to be 10, 20, 30 years ago. We, we live in this incredible age where we can be so much more than just the job you do to earn an income. And unfortunately, that has defined who people are. They believe that when you ask the question, so who are you? that it immediately has to follow with a career path or a, yeah, yeah. and, and this, this is something that many people have complained about for many years but it's just become normal that you have to have a certain profession so that that profession can qualify who you are and define who and you define are define who you are yeah, it's BS. whereas some of the most interesting people you'll ever meet in your life will be people who have done so many various things and have experienced many ideas and places and people and have learned to be interesting in in various levels. So, yeah, we, we spoke here about we put people in boxes and we allow ourselves to be put in a box. And I think that is yet another thing that we want to challenge with our journey. Absolutely. And you know what? I I look at where we were three years ago. Uh, by the way, if anyone is hearing sort of a lapping sound at the moment, it's because our one cat is washing my hair. So this is my nightly hair wash. And then I have to go and do it again to get all the <laughs> spit out <laughs> and the drool. Anyway, but it's an act of love. It's an act of love. But if I look at our lives over the last three years, we are not doing anything like we were doing to earn revenue. To me, I don't like to talk about a career. But yet, many of the things we are doing now, we have done before, but in a different... Milieu. Milieu. And doing it from a different angle, being able to connect and being able to, I want to say, recycle skills that you have and just apply it in a different environment. I would say that is part of it, and some of it is learning new skills and combining them with the old skills. Because because, because we we build, we we're not knowledge we're always is not starting lost. from, yeah. and and we're not always starting from from zero. I think this is something that when you're a young person, you think that every time you need to do something again, that you're going to start from ground zero. But 
as you get older you realize that you don't you will always stand on the knowledge that you have already acquired and that foundation that foundation and it can be in mm -hmm. a different field but your ability to solve a math problem can help you acquire vocabulary in a third or fourth language because yes. something in the process of decision making and problem solving will manifest itself in a different field and in a different era and in a different environment and and just equip you to do that better and i'm gonna just say something else quickly while i think about it just talking about language you know people have let's backtrack for a second there have been a couple of statements by friends of ours following our decision to follow the the course that we followed in terms of our life's path um, and particularly in recent years and one of those was when we started building the house and obviously I started building it first before you actually arrived here and you still had a job you were working for a salary and I built the place and you know friends that saw photographs said oh man you should have been a builder I say yeah why because <laughs> I've just I've never built a house before but you know it's one way to learn and that's to actually bloody do it yeah and if you were to do it again you would probably do many things differently and some things you'll do better and some things you'll do exactly the same because just do it I think Nike had something when they did that slogan and then the next thing of course was the language you know people mm -hmm. say when you start learning a, a new language and the local languages, man, you should have gone into languages. I said, but I'm, that's exactly what I'm doing, but it doesn't mean I have to ditch everything else I know to continue learning a new language. And I'll, I'll say and, that. And do a job that you're probably going to get so frustrated at at some stage because there are going to be things that you don't enjoy in it. And I think the comments that are made indicate, again, people do not understand the concept and the potential that exists within the human brain. So I think this is something that we want to explore often with what we discuss here is just let yourself do things. Let yourself be free and realize that the cliche says, Every journey starts with a single step. But you know what? You don't take that step. The journey never starts. And we had a, a friend that pitched up here, saw our house and said, oh, but I could never do that. And yes, you could. Oh, no, but I'm not fit enough. And you know, this particular person was a little bit on the chubby side. Well, um, there's one way to get fit, and that's to do this. Yeah. And if I look at how fit I got when building this place, because every piece of material had to be carried down, etc., etc. But you're not going to carry everything at once. You you're don't. Gonna, you're going to start. We made this joke the other day about carrying, so we can jump between empirical and metric systems here. You have the 4x4, four four, which is the 10 by 10 centimeter or 4x4 four four inches. And then you have your 2x4s, which is obviously 50 by 100 millimeters or 10 by 5 centimeters. And I joked the other day and I said... Um, when I'm really not fit, I can carry one two by four. And if I really get better, I can actually do a four by four. I've done it. 
And if you really, really, really get me to, to my peak performance, I'll be able to do a, a 2x4 and a 4x4. Although I don't remember that I really was able to ever do that one. But you, you start small. You just start. Just do something. Just, just get yourself moving. It's easier to stay moving than to get moving. Momentum's a bitch until it's working for you. Yeah, and once it starts working for you and you actually just see how you have created all these little pathways for yourself that you can blend and bring together into a highway, it, it can take you places. Just just, just realize that you've just got do it. more than one thing that you're good at and be proud of that and don't let people tell you that that you shouldn't be proud for being interested in so many things because it's where those little sweet spots meet that you're unique and your unique skill set can be something that someone else needs on their journey, whether it is in business, whether it is in a personal life scenario. But just be that. Be everything that you can be. It's exciting and it's good and... It's part of your purpose, yeah. And I think what you've just touched on there is, again, a subject that we will be covering is building a network around you. And it's not the typical, oh, I'm part of Amway, I'm part of a network, or I'm part of Golden does Products. Amway and, even still exist? Oh, well, yes, as far oh, as I know, do. it does. Yeah, yeah, Tupperware and whoever. Ah, oh, Tupperware, yeah, of course. But build a network. And we often joke that, if you need something done in almost any country in the world, we probably can work out who can get it done for you. And it, as Dee said in, in a previous episode, you know, it's that whole three degrees of separation. But there is a network of people, of people that add value and share value that we've built up over the years. And the skills that we have, we like to transfer that is our legacy. You know, when we leave this world, my granddad always used to say, the only thing when you leave this world, or the only thing you can leave when you leave this world is your footprints. Mm. And that is something that we believe in, in leaving is our footprints and the, the impact that we have on the lives of people that we know and cross paths with. And that is, again, part of the journey to hear so i think we've we've actually covered a lot this evening or this um, morning or this or morning this whatever time of day it is time of day you're listening to this and i think my invitation is to be all that you can be and break out of the fallacy that you have only one direction and one path that you can walk in life and only one skill set that you can build it's okay to be good at many things. Don't let someone put you down for it. And the jack of all trades, master at none, that is a myth. Yeah, and that's Believe been seeded into many people's minds to let them believe that it's not okay to be good and be proud of being good at things. And there's an Anne Randism <laughs> that um, also speaks of you know, that being proficient at something and being proficient at, at everything is not a vice. Yeah. yeah. It's something to be proud of and to truly be proud of. On that note, 
On that note. I always say that at the end. On that note. But I do like it. (laughs) Enjoy your journey to here. Wherever you're here, mate. Thanks for joining us for this part of our journey. We hope this episode added value. For more information on what we do, please visit our website at www.thejourneytohere.co.za. If you liked what you heard, please join us on a regular basis by subscribing through your favorite podcasting platform. Even better, listen to us on Fountain FM where you can send us and other content creators sats in a value for value exchange. We look forward to having you along for the rest of your journey to here. Wherever your here may be.